Stay in the know with Radio 2000 Podcast. We are going to be unpacking sleeping disorders in a bit with our doctor. And uh, today we're going to be unpacking sleep apnea. Listen to this. Have you ever considered what would happen if your business could be held legally liable for causing damage to someone else's property? Would you have to compensate them in cash? Get Outsurance Public Liability Insurance today. SMS insure to 31715 for a quote. That's insure to 31715. Outsurance is a licensed insurer and FSP. T's and C's apply. We've got our doctor on the line, Dr. Yvette Solomons. Good morning. Good morning to you. How are you? Um, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Thank did God. You, good and grateful. Did you sleep well t- uh, last night? Very well. I don't have a problem. All right. <laughs> now you've got a one. <laughs> you've got a very big title, and I was looking at this word, and I was just like, she's going to help me pronounce this word. You're a yeah. specialist, pro prosthodontist. There we go. And you specialize in sleeping right or sleeping disorders? no 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 mm. no i am actually a dental specialist Aha. and yeah i'm sort of if you're looking at the specialties of dentistry being periodontics orthodontics i see prosthodontics maxillofacial surgery we make as prosthodontists we make prostheses i see so but the you... management part of the management of sleep apnea mm. involves oral appliances, oral devices, and that is where we come in, in part of the management of, of, of sleep apnea. Sleep apnea is actually more complex than just um, having an appliance. Really? Yes. Doc, I'm so glad that you uh, gave us that explanation because I was like, dentistry as well as sleeping, where do the two link? But I, I'm glad you gave us that answer. Now, in layman's terms, mm. what exactly is sleep apnea? Okay, sleep apnea, and and I have to say, just as you have said, sleep apnea, management of sleep apnea, diagnosis of sleep apnea is not within our scope as dentists or as dental specialists. Mm. We work with a team, it's a multidisciplinary team. There are sleep specialists that would obviously monitor sleeping patterns and, of course, episodes of no breathing. Mm. So it, it happens when people are sleeping and whether they're in REM sleep, deep sleep, etc. then you have the muscles around the neck and, of course, sleeping uh, in the throat, those muscles relax mm. and they drop back and they cause obstruction. So it is in actual fact oh. upper airway obstruction that decreases the oxygen supply. And so, therefore, you would get a decrease in the blood oxygen saturation. Oh, no. Yes. And so what happens when you're sleeping, not breathing enough, not getting enough oxygen, your day, when you're in your waking periods, they have a term that they call TAT, T-A-T-T. It's tired all the time. Mm. Okay. And episodes of wanting to fall asleep during the day simply because of those uh, episodes that happens during the nighttime and the poor quality of sleep. And there are a couple of conditions that obviously give rise to that. But for you wanting to know apnea, it's actually an episode of not breathing enough. There's not enough oxygen supply because of an airway obstruction. And how would I know that I have sleep apnea? What are some of the symptoms that I need to look out for, Doc? 
Yeah, some people will complain about, um, you know, very, very intense uh, snoring. Mm-hmm. Um, others will, of course, um, complain about sleeping partner will complain, this person stops breathing, or the body goes into shaking um, and stuff like that, because your body responds to those moments. You never die of sleep apnea. Mm. Your body will wake itself up. Okay, oh, and then either you will turn around or something, um, and you'll hear people starting to swallow, swallow, or or the body makes an attempt to increase breathing. Uh-huh. That is now to counter that effect. So hang on a minute, you know we are uh, hypopnea, which means we have our oxygen levels drop, and so now I need to breathe. Um, and so what happens is that, and of course, you will have these incidents and episodes of falling asleep during the day. Uh, and so what happens in that instance, it's not necessarily a positive diagnosis. Uh, diagnoses are only made when you go to a sleep clinic. Um, and then, of course, they would go uh, and they will connect you to some electronic devices. They will monitor your sleep patterns. They will record the number and the duration of those apneic episodes where you are not breathing. Mm. They will monitor your heart rate. They will monitor your oxygen saturation. And then depending on the diagnosis and the severity, they will then uh, prescribe some oral appliance devices for you Mm. to increase and to monitor uh, and to increase the, the oxygen saturation and for you to breathe. Um, and enhance your sleep uh, quality, so to speak. And who is more prone to getting sleep apnea, Doc? Okay, well, statistics have shown that it's more males, males more than females for a change. Really? Um, Yes, uh, I think some of the statistics, a study that was done uh, showed there's four out of ten males, um, two out of ten females. And specifically, they mentioned there was a study, study that was done in Australia uh, show that 24% of males uh, beyond 55 years of age, and it's uh, much less. It's about uh, 16, 20% for females. Mm. Doc, mm. We, we, we opened up the lines earlier on so that our listeners can tell us about some of the, their struggles when it comes to sleeping. Uh, one of the, la- the, the, the ladies that called in says she uh, has anxiety um, and that disturbs her sleep. Uh, her heart keeps racing, yeah. um, reminding her of like, OK, you need to do this. You need to do that. You need to do that. And that wakes her up in the middle of, of, of the night. And then another gentleman called in and said if he has like two or three glasses of wine or alcohol, for that matter mm-hmm. at two o'clock he wakes up without fail and then he'll go he'll only go back to sleep at around four in in, in the morning um how do you then help someone who comes to you with such doc uh, i must say to you that you have to separate apnea from what causes it mm. so if there's an anxiety if anxiety causes you to stop breathing during sleep apnea sleep apnea is actually a sleep related disorder got you okay so therefore it is a sleep related breathing disorder uh-huh. so if it's about breathing then we talk apnea if it is about sleeping related to having had alcohol or related to having emotional distress, uh, then it's something else. But if it is breathing related, 
In other words, there is obstruction of the airway. Then we are talking sleep apnea. I see. And is it treatable, Doc? I know you mentioned devices that help you breathe at night, etc. How does one treat sleep apnea? Okay. Once there is a diagnosis, and and the severity of it is made. So if you look at the causes of it, some people have hypertension, some have reflux, um, and some have obesity, Mm. especially if there is a lot of fat tissue around the neck. Um, And of course, position of sleeping. Okay, so the therapies that are currently out there uh, involves PAP therapy. It's called PAP. Uh, it's a CPAP device. Mentioning, I'm saying to you, it's appliances, oral appliances. The CPAP, CPAP stands for continuous positive airway pressure. In other words, you have your oral area connected up to a ventilation device, Mm. okay? And of course, to make that, to make sure that this happens, that the nose, that there's uh, 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 encouraging nasal breathing and there is continuous oxygen supply, there's now a mask that is strapped to your head Mm. and then there's a hose pipe that goes to this ventilation device. The ventilation device probably makes some noise, okay? So, and of course, for some people, for a lot of people, this is like a nightmare mm. because as you turn, it causes a problem. Uh, and they've done quite a lot of research. They've actually upgraded these devices quite a bit. Uh, the air is controlled. The heat of the air, the warmth of the air is controlled. It's much easier to wear. So those, the breathing therapy is by far the best, the most effective Okay, Mm. Uh, it has the poorest compliance, though. People don't like wearing this because it's inconvenient for them. The way they want to sleep, they want to sleep on their stomachs or something like that. And it's not possible to do that. Yeah. Uh, There's also um, the what we that's where we get involved. It's called the MAD device, mandibular advancement device. So we make a splint that actually pulls the mandible forward. Um, in relation to the maxilla, and that opens up. It has the effect of opening up the airway because it repositions the tongue. And in that way, if the patient has nasal breathing, then it helps. Mm. Okay, Oral breathing is a problem. And so there's another uh, treatment option that some of the specialists have come up with, and that is called breathing retraining. Um, it's something recommended by the uh, Buteco Institute. It's yeah. called the BMI method. Um, and what that does, it trains. It's got some daily sessions, like 90 minutes each, um, to unblock the nose, to promote nasal breathing, uh, to teach people how to breathe through their nose. I see. The one thing you have to assign sleep apnea is actually a sleep related breathing disorder gotcha. that is what apnea is if they were sleeping and waking up having had alcohol the night before it's not necessarily sleep apnea gotcha. apnea has got to do with breathing and it breathing. is an episode of stopping to breathe that's what apnea is got you doc for those people that want to reach out to you so you can help them sleep better and breathe better while they're sleeping how do they get a hold of you 
Yeah, I think the first thing is, I would say, before they would come to us or to myself, somebody like myself, must have a diagnosis made. Mm. Diagnosis made at a sleep clinic, um, and from there we can know, okay, what is going to be the best option uh, for them to treat and then to monitor if they have that oral appliance, whether in actual fact is it is making a difference to their, uh, their sleeping patterns, etc. Um, and as we are, it's called Advanced Specialized Dentistry, and we're out in the Melrose North area. Fantastic. And contact details, is there a website or even a number? Yeah, there is a website. It's www.advancedspecializeddentistry.co.za. Uh, uh, Wonderful. Thank and you. And the telephone number yes. is 011 uh-huh. 788-5112. Doc, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. A- absolute pleasure. Thank yes. you. Radio 2000 Podcast.